Hello. 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 What's up, boy? That's how winning is done. We are now on air. <laughs> this is our What's Up, bro? What? If I knew what an A minor was, yeah, I do you have a harmonica to play the... Yes, I'll fuck up that letter in, in a minute. Just give me a second. I am next to Xander. I am getting kind of racist. I'm like, Sh- fucking Hello Kitty, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, it is for me. God, mate, the banana. It's got a pop top, like I said. Welcome to What's Up, bro. Welcome to What's Up, bro. This is the What's Up, bro podcast. Apparently, the uncoolest podcast ever. <laughs> you know when you look up Google Pod on Google, it says, did you mean Vibro Pod? I'm pretty sure Ooh. there's a vibrator out there. <laughs> I don't have to take this anymore. Where's my gentleman? I always forget to do the introduction. We have a special guest. We have Eric DeSova. Al Jackson in the his house. Um, I don't know why I said his house. It's trying to make it. me feel comfortable. Well, yeah. Daniel Raskin or Raskin, Thank whichever you one you want to say. Sons and Xander Rye. We have uh, Ricky Cruz. My she sons, t- man, will pee together already. <laughs> One's taking a shit, going to pee between his legs. <laughs> what are you doing? The guy we're talking. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. Hey, what's up, uh, Woobra listeners? How you guys doing? So, yeah, not exactly a new episode today, um, but in the uh, in the light of the events, the unfortunate events in Orlando last week, um, I sort of uh, got my ass in gear and put together. Uh, I guess you can call it like a pilot for uh, the podcast that I'm that I'm uh, getting off the ground now. It's called Union Outpost. Um, this is going to be like a special presentation of that, so I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to roll that episode that I released. Um, you can find the Union Outpost, even though I, I, I think I barely have a profile picture in these things. But um, on Twitter, on uh, on Instagram, at Union Outpost, Union Outpost. Um, I think I might have also set up the YouTube channel because I am planning on doing some video stuff. Well, actually, eventually, hopefully, it'll be a a full sort of video news opinion podcast, vodcast, videocast. It's like TV, but on the internet, that thing. Um, so enjoy. It does get a little sad. Uh, I'm actually, Steph is in the house, um... She wanted to maybe say some stuff. She 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 wasn't quite sure. So uh, I think what what we're probably gonna do is me and her will sit down and we'll have like a uh, we'll talk about it because um, that's that's more her thing, you know. Let's just talk things out. And I can't. I hold them in until they turn into dark black pits, and then I release them as a podcast. So uh, enjoy, guys. Thank you very much. Don't forget, uh, uh, at WooBroPod, uh, at NotThatSteph for Stephanie. I'm at uh, Xander Ray. Um, isn't it weird? Like, I'm, you just you introduce yourself and you say your name with an at. Like, I just said that. Like, those are parts of our names. You know who we are. Um, enjoy. Fuck. Ramble. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Union Outpost. Um, Some of you might have heard uh, uh, sort of my first podcast. I released it yesterday. And after listening back, um, it was kind of a, uh, it was, it was, it was full of tangents and it was emotional. And I really don't, that's not what this show is is supposed to be. Um, I've had a little more time to digest. Um, On today's show, I actually have some voice recordings that I'm going to play from a friend of mine who drove to um, straight to Orlando after finding out one of his family members was missing. Um, he's been up there uh, uh, and, and sort of filling us in. Uh, we had horrible news very early, uh, I'm sorry, a very uh, late Sunday that um, his cousin... Um, was was no longer with us. She died, unfortunately. She was one of the 49 victims. Uh, another thing I was doing for some reason in this recording is just kind of repeating facts, which we don't need right now. 
uh, everybody knows the facts, and and to be honest, they're so blurry that that who cares? The problem with this event is, first of all, I, I hate it that the news took it as uh, terrorism, as not not just terrorism because it definitely was terrorism. Terrorism is a tactic. Uh, uh, a group of people were terrorized that night. Um, but the news quickly jumped to this, you know, because he uh, he called 911 and, and said, you know, uh, uh, fucking, uh, uh, pr- all praise be to Allah, I'm doing this for ISIS. Now, true, true, he did say that. Uh, but there is no evidence of conspiracy. He worked completely alone. Um this this was a hate crime. Yes. This was Muslim-inspired terrorism. Probably. Uh, but more than, I, I think, anything. Oh, was this a gun control issue? Clearly. Uh, I can tell you about, I mean, ISIS has been sort of asking for these random attacks. Uh, they've been putting it out there. As we've been bombing the shit out of them in Syria, they they just kind of call out and say, uh, don't contact us, don't do anything, just just random acts of violence. It happened in Australia. Um, but uh, uh, it was two people stabbed. Stabbed by a man uh, um, praising ISIS. Um, then in Canada, there was a fucking hatchet attack. A dude was uh, attacked police officers with an axe. Now, both of those police officers survived. Um... And and clearly they did. You know why? Because they were attacked by a fucking axe. Now the reason why 49 are dead and 53 were hospitalized and hundreds of thousands of us are in pain today, uh, are hurting, is, is because this motherfucker with red flags all over, with FBI investigations behind him, was able to legally purchase... An AR-15 two weeks, two weeks ago. That's fucking crazy. I mean, uh, we're talking uh, an abusive husband. Like I said, a man who, because of comments he said at work, was investigated uh, by the FBI and cleared. But, you know, maybe, maybe that shows up as a red flag on a, on a fucking background check. It doesn't, but maybe it should. Um, so, yeah, it's gun control. It's terrorism. It's It's definitely... Uh, anti-gay hatred. But whether it's terrorism or, or just anti-gay, it is clearly religious. Like, let's not pretend. Uh, I was watching this footage earlier from um, a preacher in Arizona who's just fucking going off. And he's like, uh, he, he says this is a tragedy because that's not, that's not how the gays were supposed to be killed. But in God's perfect law, Leviticus uh, 2013, it says to put gay people to death. So he he kind of, he imagines that it should be uh, uh, done by a righteous government. That's what he said. Like, this asshole is, is completely full of shit and, and, and just as evil as any mullah or, or fucking uh, uh, um, terror sort of uh, cell leader. You know, like, it, it's the same thing. But the motherfucker's right. It does say that in your book. And I've, you know, I, I got a lot of shit. A few years back, I was, uh, I guess I was in a in an ardent atheist sort of phase. I was very uh, outspoken about it and, and really anti-religion. Since then, uh, uh, I, I've changed a little bit. Of, I've become a little more uh, gray on, um, well, you know, that, to be honest, that's what rehab does to you. Uh, I've, I just got out of rehab maybe, uh, nine, nine months ago or so today. And, um, and while it didn't completely work, uh, it definitely taught me the, the, uh, the upside to believing in something, which is, which is fine. But when I used to speak out, uh, against religion or against, uh, you know, pro-atheist sort of, uh, concepts, uh, I get a lot of shit. I'd get a lot of fucking shit from people who are just, you know, that's not my church. That's not my, it, it might not be your church, but it is definitely your book. So I just want everyone out there to admit that there's a cognitive, cognitive dissonance, like that you're consciously ignoring huge chunks of your book. 
You know, anytime you wear a fucking cotton t-shirt and and blue jeans, uh, actually that's the same same textile. Uh, let's say let's say polyester because I, I can't really. If you wear a t-shirt and spandex, you should be put to death according to your book. If you enjoy fucking shellfish, you should be put to death. But we don't do that. Why? Because it's a lot easier to hate a minority. We all love shrimp, and we all wear different fabrics. But we don't all love people of the same sex. It's been coming out that this guy was apparently a regular there. Um, There's a lot of talk about him maybe being, you know, closeted, and that that's why he was so angry. Maybe, maybe not. Um, When I read all, you know, when I, I just started absorbing everything I could from this. And uh, I don't think the guy was that crazy. I, I think he was pretty calm. Uh, you know, the the way that he took the club, the way that he held police off. I, I definitely think that this guy was an evil prick, but I don't think he was out of his mind. As somebody who's been out of their mind, it's really hard to think clearly. And this guy, while he was definitely thinking wrong, he was thinking clearly. He 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 seems to have planned this fucking thing out. So I don't even think that's important. Um, the truth is, what's important, right? It, like in any tragedy, uh, we have to we have to applaud the heroes. Um, if there's anything that that keeps me from completely losing my mind and just saying fuck it to the world, it's that every time something horrible happens, all these people. Uh, regular people, regular fucking folks, just, just, they come through for humanity. They come through, and that's really amazing. Um, I don't have much more that I want to say. This podcast yesterday was like an hour and a half of, of really just emotional bullshit um, that I, I just don't think um, we need more of. Um, we're all emotional right now. So um, what I am going to play you is the recordings uh, of my friend, uh, Panda, uh, Christian Panda Bear. (laughs) Um, Not that he's a Christian. Well, he might be. I I don't even know. His name is Chris. We call him Panda Bear. And um, these were, what you're going to hear now is is some of the messages he was sending us uh, the night he arrived in Orlando and uh, waiting at the hospital and, and just getting the information Towards the end, there's kind of a leap, a jump, and you'll notice that he um, he says he doesn't know what to do. And um, I don't need to tell you what he found out in between those two messages. You, Unfortunately, you, you can put it together. Um, so I've got that for you. We're going to play that now. I'm going to come back, and we have an interview with Quills Rodriguez, uh, the co-founder of Artistic Vibes. Uh, definitely... Uh, well, she's my les bro, um, because I, I I think I counted yesterday, and I, I probably have more gay friends than straight, which isn't saying much. I, I, I only have about a handful of friends. Um, but she's she's definitely outspoken, LGBT, um, uh, and, and I think she has some really interesting points. I think our conversation... Um, is luckily not not very emotional, but very sort of just l- let's look at this thing. Let's talk about uh, the different uh, different strands because that that is the biggest problem with this tragedy. All the news seems like a scatter shot. It's just everywhere because this thing involves everything. Technically, it's murder of a double minority because it was not only a gay club, but it was Latin night at a gay club. It's tied to uh, Syria and ISIS, which then ties it to our drone program, and it's tied to gun control. This thing is shaking a lot of parts of American life. So I think it's going to be a long time till we'll see what actually comes out of this. We we hope something, right? But um, I mean, there, there. I'm, I guarantee you, that there are people out there going, "Well, at least it was fifty faggots and not some kids." Which is ridiculous because people are people, um, and and yes, yes, uh, it wasn't kids. But you know what happened? We lost twenty kids in Sandy Hook, and nothing happened. Um, there's one senator, I wish I knew his name. Um, 
if I can, maybe I'll add it to the info in the bottom of this. But uh, Congress had a moment of silence for the victims, and he spoke up. He he refused to be quiet, and he he uh, sort of got into a, an argument on on the floor of Congress with Paul Ryan, uh, which is the 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 majority. Um, what do you call him? Fuck the head of the majority. You know what I mean? I'm a little. I'm still a little off. Um, this is the first podcast. Uh, but yeah, he just got into a shouting match about what uh, gun control bills that Paul Ryan is not allowing to be voted on, which is, is fucking great. Fuck, a moment of silence is only useful when it means something. When it's just you jerking off your, 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 your people, when, when, when our, our senators and congressmen are just like, all right, and moment of silence, let's do nothing. Fuck you. So, uh, I digress. Um, sort of bring it down. To, to the emotional level we should be at to uh, hear these recordings. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to play them through. Um, I might use some of what I recorded yesterday following the recordings because, um, well, some sappy shit is necessary, isn't it? Um, this is definitely a, a heart-wrenching time for a lot of people. And, uh, I mean, this this hit close to home not only... As far as distance, not only as far as, you know, this is like a second degree loss, I guess. I, I didn't really know his cousin, but I love Panda. I love him very dearly. And um, and it, he's not he's not even the only gay friend I have in Orlando. We, we were checking in with friends and, and just trying to get a hold of people. Um, one of my good friends, Chris, oddly enough, another Chris, um, um, he told us today that I mean he's been he's been sort of really shook. He lives in Orlando now, um, but apparently he was he was asked to go out. He was going to be there at Pulse. So it's almost like one of those, you know, I didn't get on the plane moments. One of those I didn't go into the World Trade Center moments. Um, there's a there's a very strange sorrow that comes with that. A sort of why me. You know why? Why? How? Why? What? Why, I'm no better. Uh, why? Why are they dead and why am I alive? So I'm. I, I feel for him too, and um, I'm sure together we'll all get through this. You know. So uh, thank you for tuning into this uh, to uh, the Union Outpost. Um, hear those recordings from from my good friend Panda. <laughs> Hey everybody, um, I'm gonna give you the best, uh, the briefest update that I can. Um, the situation is that apparently the list of those that, are in, that were in the hospital or are in the hospital has already been released. Um, and Amanda's name is not on that list. The story goes that um, the only names that are left to release are those that, uh, were killed and are still at the club. I'm still going to remain positive and hopeful. Um, the information that I got was that she was last calling someone from the bathroom. Um, and that's apparently where most of the deaths happened. Her and her friend were in the bathroom. Uh, I guess they try to barricade themselves in there, um, but there's still no word. And uh, we won't find out until tomorrow. But that's, um, that's everything I have so far. Um, I really appreciate everyone so much for helping spread the word um thank you guys for being here with me in spirit through the whole day this has been a really 
a really um, emotional day. All things considered, I I love every one of you so much. Um, I'm gonna remain hopeful. I'm gonna keep on hoping and praying for the best. Uh, pray to all the all the gods, uh, the old and the new, and all that. Um, I just hope that uh, that everything turns out okay. Um, that I'll leave here with the best news possible. And um, if anything else pops up or any updates, I will let you guys know immediately. I love you all so much. We we need to remember that we can't let people like this asshole today keep us in fear. Um, we can't have them thinking that we're we're just gonna stop being different. Uh, we are who we are. Nobody's gonna change that, no matter how many lives they take, no matter how much evil they want to spread. It's up to us to keep to keep that light and to keep that positive uh, mentality and 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 to just keep doing what we do. Um, just keep on being free spirited and and um, being ourselves and not letting anyone hurt us and uh, tell us what to be or how to be. Uh, again, I love you guys all so much. I'm so glad that I have you all in my life. And um, I'll let you guys know any more details or updates. Until then, stay safe, be careful, but don't be afraid, okay? I love you guys. The next message was received at 2.46 a.m. You guys, I don't know what to do. The recording you just heard was my very close friend, uh, Panda. <laughs> uh, his name is Chris, but he's Panda to us. And um, to read, uh, I, I, I'll read the uh, message that preceded that. Um... As you can assume, not none of this was good. Um, my friend wrote at uh, at at a time just just before that. I just received the bad news. She's gone. We respond with love. I, I literally didn't know what to say. I, I gave him half a rocky quote about getting up and, and continuing to move forward. He, he wrote this a little later that night. Hi, everyone. Thank you again for your thoughts and prayers through this difficult time. There's a GoFundMe page going to her funeral services. This is the only thing I know about right now. I'll let you know if anything else. And then um, to share that GoFundMe page, it will be in the uh, in the info for this this 
broadcast. Uh, it's uh, www.gofundme.com slash 2968CWC. He writes, I'm still going strong through... <clears throat> he writes, I'm, I'm still going strong through this, and I expect everyone to be strong with me. We write, you know, we're with you, and... And that's about it. That's about it. One of my closest friends, one of my brothers, is destroyed tonight. He he's broken because of this. And in a natural sort of linear progression, we are. We are broken. We are hurt. We're we're not where we're supposed to be. We're we're in a place where we're in a world where hatred is unfortunately still very, very powerful. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, we're we're here with Quills. As I uh, mentioned earlier on the show, uh, how are you, Q? Uh, I'm as good as I can be. Hey, I suppose I've been kind of in a weird haze all day. It is. It's kind of unbelievable. Um, I talked earlier about um, Panda, and uh, the listeners heard uh, the messages he sent us at last night as as we kind of. Uh, got the news do you have anything like overall that you kind of want to just say about it i uh, there's so much to say and yet you know words kind of escape me i, I mean the whole tragedy is is mind-boggling from from what happened to the media coverage to how fast uh us as a society kind of just went crazy um uh people automatically blaming Muslims and, and trying to not make it a hate crime and gun control. I mean, it's, it's a really bad thing that happened and, and none of the arguments are uh, going to change the loss of the lives that we had. And it's kind of left me in a really weird place. I had always kind of a, an assumed safety. And yeah, I, I, this I, I, Sunday's events kind of uh, took all that. that veil off. Yeah, I, I was. I, I talked about that earlier. How I think we got, um, especially as a major city, to a place where we we felt safe. Like not we. I, I'm not gay, but but uh, as I talked about earlier, and I don't need to explain to you. I love all of you, and many. I think I have more gay friends than straight friends. Um, probably. Yeah, but but it is. It's like this uh, shaking of we thought we just got past this you know we got the uh the marriage um equality passed and we i think we the the community felt safe um until last night yeah you know and um and that was really what, what was shaky uh i had a conversation with my family and they asked me to stay home and not to go anywhere public and yeah. Not to be my usual uh, bold, uh, big mouth activist self, and normally I would have said, "Ah, you're crazy." Stop. I don't know why you're saying these crazy things. And for the first time, I had to really look at my mom and go, "Well, you might have some truth to that," you know. Uh, and and that in itself was kind of scary. Uh, of course. Although it hasn't stopped my mouth, uh, <laughs> I will not allow. I, I just I, I I said it yesterday, and I and I will continue to say it that I will not let uh, fear and hate consume me to the point that I will change who I am. Well, I, I, I mean, that was one of the, that was one of the, the, the amazing things that Panda sent us last night was this almost, um, prideful, thick headed, like, but you can't be afraid. You can't stop feeling this way. You got to keep being out loud. You got to, and, and he's, he's also not just talking about 
being gay, but about being yourself. Like just right. like we can't be afraid. We can't let this set us back. Um, and while I get that, um, la- I, last night, well, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, we had uh, we broke our record for our. You know, we we lead the world in gun death and and everything, but we broke our record last night, and we broke yeah. it. Yeah, but but we broke it in a gay club during Gay Pride Month, uh, or just after. Is it June or is it? I thought it. No, was... it's June. Yeah, no, it is June. It's June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. it starts off sort of with Gay Pride Week in Miami. It it explodes and then yeah. So we're in the middle of Gay Pride Month. It was Latin Pride Month, ironically, just just happened to be last night at Pulse, um, and they say. Oh, he was Islam. He was a Muslim, so this is ISIS, and not a hate crime. Like uh, I, I mentioned earlier on the show, face the nation on CBS. Nine whole minutes passed by before they mentioned hate crime. And then we had our own state governor uh, not mention it at all, and that was a very big issue. Yeah, I found out about the whole situation really early in the morning before we even knew the actual gunman was and there were already people on my feed automatically blaming muslims and some sort of radical islamic isis attack and that to me was just really frustrating and and made me angry because it could have easily had been and at the time it could have easily had been a christian it could have been anybody exactly yeah, already yeah. had so much fear installed in them from these media outlets that even they jumped the gun um, when wanting to put blame and already made uh, an issue that it doesn't need to. It, it's What happened is a lot of things, I, I think. I think that... Yeah, it is not black and white. A, it's not simple. A, it is definitely a big mishmash, like most violence, of many things. Right, right. And just today, uh, there was an article that I read where um, ISIS sent out, uh, and I have yet to confirm it because it came out literally like 30 minutes ago, before I got on the phone with you, uh-huh. where ISIS was saying they had never heard of this gentleman until he called and, and praised ISIS. Exactly, yeah, so, that, that was literally um, the last thing he did. He When he was on the phone with the police, he pledged allegiance with uh, uh, the the head of ISIS, and 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 there was no conspiracy, there, there's no proof of any conspiracy, which is why, it's, it's why I argue that... Um, I spoke about it earlier that hate is like lightning and these groups are like lightning rods that that the, right. the hate already exists the the animosity the violence and all they do is focus it all they do is give it some something to shout out at the end right right and and this is you know this is at the end of the day this was a domestic terrorist who was a born in New York uh, a citizen here who yeah. had been already under FBI investigation on three multiple, you know, three other occasions, um, who had been known to be a hater of all things. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, he's described uh, by a lot of people as just hateful, as as a kind of a guy you knew just couldn't stand anything. Exactly, exactly, uh, and 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 I, I I will stand by what I said immediately following the uh, announcement of who it was that the gunman is. And I, I will not hate all Muslims. I will hate Omar Mateen. And I, just like I don't hate all Christians or Baptists because of Westboro, and I don't hate, you know, all white people because of Adam uh, Larza, who uh-huh. gunned down a movie theater. Like, I just, it, it doesn't, he doesn't speak for all Muslims. Um, just like I don't speak for all of the gays. You know, I do. Uh, I do not speak for all of the gays. Yeah, you know, I just, um, and, yeah, and yeah. It's one of those crazy things. No, it, it it definitely makes sense. And um, the problem is, I I find the news is very, uh, almost one dimensional. Not even two dimensional. They they all understand what happened together, and then that is all that happened. And you never, um, I I I'm a strong believer that. The news and media are are not controlled, uh, so like uh, obviously they're they're usually controlled by the questions that are not asked. Um, the, the this whole reporting it went straight to terrorism right away, 
All, all the questions were about his connections to ISIS. And nobody asked, isn't it a little weird that it's Gay Pride Month and he hit a gay club in, you know, like... like the, and the biggest gay club? Yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah. It Pulse, clubs in that area. Pulse, you know? yeah, Pulse was the one of many, but definitely the most popular uh, in right. Orlando. Um, you lived in Orlando for a while. Um, can you tell me like about the the gay community there? How big? How open it is? You know, I was there a while ago, and and I I found it to be a very extremely open community. I actually came out while I was in Orlando. Oh, really? And had yeah, yeah. That was when I first kind of like came out and started to really go hard into gay clubbing and and going to drag king and queen shows and things like that. And it was a very tight knit community. You, if you went to one bar you knew everybody there and you were going to know them in the next bar because it was kind of like like its own little cl- you know click yeah. and you you all kind of bar hopped and and it's kind of the same thing here moving down it, we have Wilton Manors which is and South Beach and, and that's kind of the same same thing but it was a very welcoming community I never it was weird for, for somebody who had just come out and who was afraid of their own uh, sexuality and, and that fear of just coming out of the closet and telling people about it, I never shied away from holding a hand or uh, uh, or anything like that. I in, did have in public. You there wasn't public, there wasn't public. like a fear. I did have um, people making comments while I was up there. You know, I did have somebody at a restaurant who asked to move, even though I wasn't doing anything that they could say was quote unquote too gay for their comfort zone. <laughs> it's just too um, gay. I don't. I like the gays, but there's a <laughs> fucking line. Yeah, you know, but, and it was crazy because the waitress was cool and and told me exactly what was happening, and, uh, and it it was there, but it was almost like it was there because of how much tourism is there. You weren't getting it from Orlando locals, you know. Natives, of course, yeah. You were getting it from people who are out of town or from a different country who have their own mindset on homosexuality. But but there's something, there's something, like, unique, I think, about Orlando because, uh, even if you just go to Universal or Disney or whatever, the people you see there, that's not America so much as it's the world. It's like a, it's, it's a very big swath of people that you'd never see in another city. Kind of the way New York, you'll see people from uh, parts of the world where you'd never see them in, in Louisville or, you know. Um, right. It's, I mean, it's a transient town, and it's a huge, high-populated tourist town. So you are seeing a mecca of a different cultures and nationalities than you would in any other part of, of Florida. You're not going to see that in Jacksonville. You no, know? No, uh, no, no, You're not going to see that in, in Hialeah. But you will see that in Orlando, and it's and it's very diverse in that. I've always said that. You have kids who are coming out of from other places that are going to colleges there or in the uh, programs with Disney Well, that's another thing. Uh, It's already been uh, confirmed that one of the, uh, two of the victims worked in uh, the Wizarding World in in Harry Potter. I saw some of the pictures this morning, and I I remember that fucker. He was was kind of a dick, actually. (laughs) But one of the dudes, (laughs) he was, he was, and I'm going to be real, and it's a shame uh, uh, that, that he lost his life, but... Uh, I saw the picture and I had just we just recently went a few months ago for the first time. I remember him uh, just after the leaky cauldron and before Nocturne Alley. And when I saw that face, uh, I remember not liking the dude, but I, I felt heartbroken because it's I think uh, with a lot of these shootings, the 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 closer it hits to home, the more it means to the people there. Of course, and, and but, a, but but I, I just to say one thing real quick on that guy. You're in Nocturnali, right? Uh, that's yeah. That's why he was a dick. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. I know it's Nocturnali, <laughs> but he wasn't. He was he was in between. It was not in Nocturnali. It was half character, half not. I guess, I guess. Yeah, of course. He was he was just kind of douchey about me and my magic with the wand. Um, but but <laughs> you know, I mean, those people are in character all day for you. That I mean, that kind of art is is a beautiful thing. Um, but what what I was saying is that yeah, while it, you know it means more to us because we directly have a friend who unfortunately lost a family member, 
it's it's getting to the point in this country where within the next five years, it doesn't matter where you live. You're going to be tied to somebody lost in a, in a, in a, in a mass shooting. It is. Yes. It is becoming that kind of an epidemic that it is. And, and, and in, in, I'm going to compare it to something really crazy, but it is becoming so popular that it is like cancer where we have all gotten to a point where we either have somebody in our family who has been affected by it or know somebody who has been affected by it. That's a solid as fuck metaphor. That is very good. Yeah. And that's really what all of these uh, crimes have become. It is where you have started to know and and it started with 9-11 and it has trickled down since then. Every event that happens, you find yourself with less degrees of separation between you and the actual event. Yeah. And that is a scary thing. Yeah. Um, because as you lose those degrees of separation, then you are just one shy of it being you. I mean, well, I, I, yeah. I, 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 when I talked about it this morning, uh, before when I was writing notes for the show, um, I realized that it, it's almost, uh, besides, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Panda, um, one of um, our close, me and me and my uh, partner Steph, our, our close friends just moved back to uh, Orlando. Uh, he's gay and he's a dummy and a partier. I, I love him, but he's we we were terrified. We had no idea until we heard back from him. It, it could have literally had even a less degree of separation. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, we're getting to a place where, um, you know, we, we lead the world in gun violence. And, uh, and these, these sort of um, constitutional, not even purist, because you need to be part of a militia, according to the Constitution. But, but these, these people who hold up the Constitution and are, and are, I think in a way that they're just good meaning people who love their guns but and are you know, not I, able to see the effect of the law like on, on the rest of us. The, and and I, I'm glad you touched on the gun control thing. Cause I, I it's definitely part of it. T- two weeks before it, this it, murder, it he bought those weapons. Two weeks before. And, and here's my bigger problem with that. Um, we have, right now in this country, we are trying to control our bathrooms more than we're trying to control our guns. Which clearly okay. can be seen, by the way, the North Carolina law is... is exactly. It, it, I see it as a uh, an acceleration that led to this. Because we right. kind of... You get you know, we won the freedom of marriage and then all of a sudden they're trying to find new ways to oppress. To still hold us back. Yes. And then on top of that, I, I had this... I've had now several conversations with several big I love my guns people and, and I am all for our right to protect ourselves. Um, granted, the time that it was written in the Constitution, we were in a completely different situation, and that is why it was written. Uh, a com- However, a completely different te- technology, a, a one-shot yeah, musket. Technology. He literally. Reasons for it. We had war on our own land. It was. It was. It was. Exactly. We were literally off. fighting people off. <laughs> yes, exactly. But what I don't understand is why they. Most of these uh, gun ex- gun extremists are making it so black and white. I don't want to remove your right to bear an arm. I want to have a stricter policy. This gentleman who we just talked, who we're talking about, who created, who did this mass murder in in Orlando, yeah. was investigated by the FBI on three occasions. Why do I get my license, my driver's license, suspended for six months for unpaid parking tickets? Huh. But we can't suspend somebody's gun license for being for under investigation because they're under FBI investigation. He bought these guns two weeks ago, so the, those all those investigations happened much earlier. Uh, he okay. was apparently cleared, but 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 it doesn't matter uh, to me. Oh, the FBI was investigating you for connections to terrorism. Yeah, maybe we revoke. We we put a red flag on your exactly. background check. Exactly. I just think that there are certain definite changes in policies that we can make that can both keep our right and yet at the same time have a better control over how these weapons are being used 
and I'm sorry, I, there's no reason that I should be able to buy an M16, an AR15, an AR15, which I, I mentioned earlier for for people who aren't, uh, I don't know, aren't knowledgeable about weapons. That it's an M16. The AR15 is a civilian model of the M16, the rifle our soldiers take into battle. Why the fuck? You're not hunting deer. You're not even joy shooting with that. And, and no. Yeah. It, it, it's it's and, a weapon of war. Period. End of story. People, exactly. And people keep using, uh, they keep posting this thing on, on social media of, uh, I guess I carry. I have never seen somebody who is a legit person who is carrying for protection carrying an AR-15 in their back pocket. No. That's not the kind of weapon you walk around with to protect yourself. That, you know what I mean? You carry a pistol, maybe one at your ankle. Yeah, no, like I said, unless you're in fucking Mogadishu, there's no reason why you have a, an AR-15. Yeah, and there's just a lot of things. Like I, I have been uh, talking about it with a lot of people. Our, our psych evaluations for our gun licensing is is out of whack. It's a paper they send you in the mail. There is no psych evaluation. Yeah, it's literally unless you've, unless you've already been called crazy, you got it. And I also think that that's something that uh, a psych evaluation for me is something that needs to be consistently monitored because I'm saying right now, in my life right now, I can go and get a gun and if I were to take a psych evaluation, I would be totally fine. But I don't know how life is going to treat me or how my own mind is going to treat me for five years from now. What if some sort of tragedy happens to me that makes me a hateful person? I'm not the same. I'm not, I'm not at the same level of sanity that I was when I first registered for the gun. Uh, I think it's something that should be followed up. I think it's the minute you have an FBI investigation, you should have your license revoked until you're automatically 100 percent clear. Until they clear I you, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they clear you, I think that you should be able to have it consistently monitored. Uh, there's just a lot of policies, and and everybody's making it so black and white. It's not it, black that, and white. That's the it's biggest not, problem. That's that's why nothing ever gets done. Is because uh, the gun lobby will tell people they're gonna take your guns away, which is right. not what we're talking about, bro. We're we're nobody's saying that. We're talking about and, common sense laws, common sense regulations, to get your hands on what is, no doubt, a weapon of war. Right. I know somebody who owns an AK-47. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> who owns an AK-47. There is no reason for that. No. There is absolutely no reason no. to have that. And, they don't, and they're not a hunter. No, they no. Hunt. They just own a farm and want to blow shit up occasionally. Which is yeah. maybe okay. But, but I agree with you where just testing should be, uh, um, like you said, driving a car. Uh, driving a car is less uh, is less serious than flying an airplane, but but firing a gun should be somewhere in between, not like a like a literally a hall pass. the The, the equivalent of the the checks we have is like your teacher gave you a hall pass. Oh, yeah. well, groovy. I can yeah, I can buy go. guns and I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can go to a gun show and buy fifty caliber rifles. Which literally is is armor piercing. I last yeah. time I checked, deers aren't wearing fucking flak jackets. No, they're definitely not. <laughs> they're definitely not. And 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 I was arguing that even those who have a hunting license are held accountable for higher restrictions than the gun licensing. Uh, sure, then, but I mean there are many great Americans that hunt. Hunting yes. is is a, a something I believe in actually, uh, which is I another do too. discussion. What I mean yeah. Is they're under they have bigger uh, hurdles to jump over to get a hunting license than a regular than gun. We yeah. Than just to get a regular gun. Not and even a regular gun, an assault rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that just doesn't make sense to me. And 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 I also believe that in defense to those who are going crazy with regards to our immigration laws, we should have our policies changed on that end as well. Uh, there are some things that we're a little lax about, you know. Yeah. No. Um, that that's a whole another crazy conversation, which. We will discuss on this show, I guarantee you. Um, QB, do you want to say uh, anything to the families or victims before we, we close this out? Uh, I, I honestly just want to say that my heart continues to pour out for all of the families, for the victims, for everybody connected, uh, for Pulse as an entity who was 
a safe haven for, for, for gays and lesbians and bisexuals and transgendered and, and really honestly let's be real straight people because a lot of straight people go to these clubs yes. uh, for a good time too and I, I feel for all of them I want to reiterate what, what Panda has said and his strength and what I have said is to not allow hate to consume us so much and to not cower in a corner uh, out of fear uh, vigilance is is important and to be feeling safe is important but we the quieter we get um the louder the others get and so we continue to, we need to continue to fight um with our voices and with our movements and with our peaceful demonstrations and showing that love like the gentleman who from hamilton who said last night in the tony love is love is love is love and that is the most important thing and not to get blinded by the media and all the other things that are getting wrapped up in this situation. It makes it, Yeah, it makes the world look a lot uglier than it actually it is. It does. It was, I, 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 we didn't mention that, but I did think it was weird also that the murder happened the night before the Tonys. Literally, the gayest yeah. night on television. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I mean, it, I mean, its timing is not. Uh, well, I, I'll argue. For me, it's not coincidental. I, I don't know? know if it is or isn't. I don't know if this guy knew the Tonys were tomorrow, but I will no, say. No, yeah, I know, but I mean, I, I, I definitely I, don't think that it's location and it's choice of. Sure, sure, no, that that for sure. But but yeah. I I almost feel, um, a heavenly hand behind the fact that the next night was the gayest night on TV, and we had, uh. I mean, there were tens of people. Tens is a really weird thing to say. I said it earlier too. Tens of people uh, that that got to speak on a national stage with hope and pride. And uh, if this happened on any other Saturday night, we, you know, you'd have to look for. We could it. have lost a lot of voices. That exactly, are, you'd have to look for those voices that might never speak up. But there were so many beautiful things said uh, last night that uh, I kind of want to give a little shout out to Tony Awards. Uh, I did no, watch. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And and I and I, I guess I will say that let us continue to stand as one against all of it, and don't let hate and fear consume you. Uh, we are all grieving. We are all mourning. We are all upset in a general standpoint that this is what's happening in 2016 um and let it be there and then let us continue to be who we are let our voices continue to be heard and whatever that is that you are whether you're gay or lesbian or gendered or bisexual or just an ally um let's keep being that and and spreading it amongst everywhere you know to everybody um Keep, and that was that, that would be pretty much everything that I would say yeah. to all of those families and all of those victims. Keep moving forward. That's right. All right, baby. Thank you so much for talking with us. Uh, love you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. That is our show. Thank you very much. Um, I'll be putting more of these out um, soon. More than likely, it'll be about a bi-monthly podcast. Um, I don't want to just regurgitate regurgitate the news. I want to um, string. I want to. I want to sort of put things together, string things together, so that you can see a, a bigger point that I'm trying to make on a subject, whether it's protesting in America, um, um, racism, uh, uh, you know. There's a shitload of topics that I just uh, I'm full with of of opinions of and uh, and theories and I don't want to have these conversations in the closet anymore. I, I want to put it out there because there are thousands, there are millions of ears out there, and I know some of you might agree with me, might be enlightened by something I say. Um, maybe you respond to something I say in an email, and and suddenly I'm enlightened. That is the point. Of the Union Outpost. Um, why the Union Outpost? Well, I live in Miami, which is like the uh, the the democratic tip of of America's big red dick. Um, I I really I think there's an argument to be to be made about the Civil War really never ending. Um, you could definitely argue that racism didn't end. 
uh, even overt racism didn't end for another few fucking hundred years, another hundred years at least. Um, and and I believe in the union. I believe in America. But to be honest, I'm questioning whether or not we should just cut off half these states. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you could teach people out of stupid. But we can try. So thank you for listening. Um, please comment. Please share. Uh, please give to the GoFundMe page for Panda's family. Um, um, they are, they're still raising money for funeral costs. Unfortunately, we live in a country where, well, no, we live in a world, to be honest, where sometimes you literally can't afford to die. Um, it's thousands of dollars to be buried, and, and you never want to go cheap on a, on a, on a funeral. That's, it's, it's a hard time to not say yes. You know, it's a hard time to go, no, does she really need that casket? I mean, the pillow and everything? You're not gonna, nobody's, that's dark. Um, so please give if you can. Uh, I know that they've raised quite a bit of money so far. Um, and, and, you know, his family needs to help. So thank you guys very much. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Union Outpost, and I've been your host, Xander Ray. I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. 
Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! <laughs>